What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Fight Like Hell podcast, episode 15. That threw me off. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 15, Monday, May 24th. We had a little bit of uh, noise going on in the background. Dude, anyone that listens to our podcast, we have a very, very special guest on today. Um, But, you know, I obviously have Austin with me. And always Austin, you, you never do the introductions and this is actually one of your longer friends than mine. So I was going to let you do the introduction. I mean, you're just better introduction, introducing, you know, doing the beginnings. I just let you do it. But yeah, we got on, um, Dr. Jason Piccolo, who is a great guy who we're going to bullshit with and get his whole backstory. How's it going, Jason? I'm doing great, man. And you know what? What is your backstory? That's so what mine? I want to know. Let's let's turn let's turn the tables on you that's, guys. Oh, wow, we're getting interviewed <laughs> now. <laughs> so that's fine. Good podcaster. So mine is I um I joined I joined the army at seventeen. Um, as the eleven Charlie. Um, and then ended ended up, um, going through and doing basic, and then ended up making some stupid decisions on my half. Um. And getting honorably discharged after um, my senior year. So, and then um, I started, like I said, I've been doing Vigilant and Humble for three years now. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. I like the Vigilant and Humble brand. It's a good brand. So I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying. I don't know how much stuff I have here. I'm always buying stuff from you guys. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Like I said, because you've been following Vigilant and Humble for a couple of years now. So, because yeah. I, I was telling you before, I originally found you through, you know, Dan from Combat Flags, who's a who's a great company. So, absolutely, and Dan is uh, and you know, I'm so used to interviewing people, I got to stop this, <laughs> but Dan it gives so much back to oh, stop yeah. soldier suicide. All so everybody time. out there, check out Combat Flags. Okay, your turn, Rob. It's definitely a good shout out. Uh, my backstory was uh, I went in the army at 18. And I was in the infantry. I went in the time frame of like 2003, or excuse me, 2001 is when I entered. I deployed for my first time in 2003. 2004 was in uh, battalion recon and snipers. I was in the recon section. And I did a pretty intense deployment in 2003. We were one of the first units to kind of push north of uh baghdad and secure mosul and did a lot of uh counterinsurgency fighting up north of baghdad basically lost a lot of friends had a lot of friends get hurt decided to get out was out for four and a half years working on my degree and i got recalled in (laughs) so i got called back in and ended up going in for about 15 more months to go serve in afghanistan in 2009 2010 Got out, got a degree in cybersecurity. Now I work for the Govy as a civilian, and I do IT for them. And about two years ago, I had officially um, eclipsed. I think that's the right way to say it. I had lost more friends to suicide than I had lost in combat, and I had lost eight friends in combat. And I had broken to the double digits, low double digits at first. And that's when I decided to start uh, Save Our Six, which is an apparel company. And it's also a, a brand that, you know, tries to do motivational things towards fitness, outdoors, et cetera. 
And that's how I, I met you was actually through through Save Our Six. Yeah, it's this this mission, man. That second mission that both of you guys have it. It's really cool, and I appreciate you bringing me on to talk about kind of you know our similarities and kind of our next path or next. How are we going to do that? We're going to drive on and move on to our next mission, and we're all kind of doing oh, yeah. that now. And it's behind the mic, so I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, no, we're stoked to have you on, and that that kind of leads us into, you know, for our our listeners who don't know about you. Uh, Jason, what what would you like to tell our listeners your your backstory? I've got this down, brother. I got this down to forty five <laughs> seconds, I think. So ready, go. Uh, enlisted nineteen in nineteen ninety three as a thirteen Bravo uh, Canine crew member. Uh, after my term of service was over with, I went to college, uh, law enforcement, because <laughs> who doesn't go to school for law enforcement? Yeah. And then I uh, did ROTC, got commissioned as an infantry officer. I did. I was doing guard time when I was in uh, for human intelligence. What else did I do? Instead of going back active duty, I went to the U.S. Border Patrol. Did that for a while. Then I became a. Back in the day, it was called Customs Special Agent, working narco trafficking and stuff on a uh, southwest border in San Diego. Myself was recalled and from the IRR in uh, 2005. Yeah, 2005-2006. Hey. Did a tour in Iraq. Um, then I got back. I went to work for DOD as a civilian, as Army CID, working to get most stuff. Then I went to work for another DOD agency. Then I went to work for ICE for a long time and uh, got a whole bunch of education. And then I uh, started teaching college, and that's kind of my backstory. I'm, I'm a dad. I got two awesome kids, and uh, now I have a teenager. In the house. <laughs> Fun times so, as of this weekend. <laughs> yeah, brother. See, I mean, you have a long backstory of everything. I mean, you've done you've done it all. You know? Yeah, you condensed it down <laughs> yeah. to like I mean, under a minute riff. <laughs> I know that's you know that's well, not I, good for podcasting, right? Like we, we got to be able to talk no, for a no. little bit. We'll, we'll but get, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that here. Okay, so here's the real backstory. I am also a dog owner, and I'm hiding in my basement now because every time I do a podcast, they love yeah, to bark. I feel you there. Literally, literally, right next to me is my service dog, and she I walk both might mine interfere with the podcast at a certain point, and. Austin will have to take over. So. I love it, man. That's what the mute button's for. Right? It's tough to yeah. try to, like, you know. I wish there was, like, I need one of these screens where I could just touch the mute button or figure it out. I'm, I'm not that coordinated. But, no, man, my backstory is, you know, it's I'm nothing special. I, I don't get starstruck anymore because that's one thing about, you know, having a podcast and having, like, a ton of guests. I'm normal as everybody else. I'm normal as both of you guys. I love getting behind a mic. I love talking to people. I think that's kind of really my backstory is now is, you know, up I'm 48 and a half years old now. So my whole life, basically up to my almost mid forties was about building this professional resume and trying to get as much on there as possible from masters to doctorates, to writing books, to, to going on TV, to doing this, doing that. But then after a while, I was like, you know what, what is my personal resume? What am I doing that I'm that I'm having fun doing? And that's where the Protectors podcast came in. That's where podcasting came in. It gave me a voice outside of all of this law enforcement and military and, and everything else. And it, it lets me talk about, hey, you know what? This is my life. I want to talk to good people. Let's talk. And that's kind of my real backstory. Anybody wants to know anything really about me, you could just Google Jason Piccolo. Uh, it's nothing exciting. 
I, I did some stuff for the government that some people weren't really too happy with me for. Yeah, um, and I know that's a that's but, a big part of your whole backstory is your you know your whistleblower um, experience. I know you've covered that a couple of times. Um, yeah, and that's the thing about the whistleblowing too is, you know, whistleblowing is such a it dirty is a hundred percent. And if you because everybody thinks of like the Mannings, the Snowdens, and everybody right. else, but there's a legal way to do it. And I did it under the Obama administration when I used to work for this uh, senior level task force, not even a task force, a cell to stop all the smuggling of children coming across the border. And I found out that when those children got smuggled across the border and it came into the government custody, the government was releasing them to criminals, a lot of them, thousands of them to criminals. And I said, hey, you know what? That's bullshit. Let's uh, let's do something about that and get those kids back. And my, my pleas fell on deaf ears. And then I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to legally blow the whistle. So I went to the Office of Special Counsel. That didn't quite work out the best. So I went to Senator Charles Grassley's office. And I took it all the way, man. So if you Google me, you will not see anything really before 2018. I think around 2018 is when I started really, you know, coming out and talking about whistleblowing mm-hmm. and, and writing books. And because... They started showing these pictures of kids in cages on the on the uh, on the news, and I said that that's bullshit. That was the, the reason those pictures of the kids in cages were coming out was because of the task force I was involved or the cell I was involved with. So yeah, if you do Google me, the first thing will pop up is Jason Piccolo whistleblower. But there are legal ways to do it, and there are the ways that the shortcut ways right. that other people try to do it. And I think you know one thing I never really talk about too is. I'm an older generation, you know, I kind of like the, there really is a, a black and white. That gray area is what these other whistle, quote unquote, whistleblowers do is where they leak things because yeah. they need that immediate gratification. Hey, they they try to go through the, the proper channels. They hit one roadblock and they're like, screw it. I'm just going to leak it to the media. Um, that's not the way to do it. So, yeah, that's my backstory. But that's just one one book in my show. Yeah, and and speaking of books, you have written a book, and you you are working on a second one, correct? Uh, yeah, actually, I wrote, I wrote one read and one regular book. One I call it a nonfiction novella, or nonfiction like mm-hmm. primer, kind of about the border. Really short book, and then I'm writing a book now on domestic trafficking. So that's kind of my next my next personal mission is to shine a light on domestic trafficking what's happening to all the all these young teenage girls and children getting sold this for sex yeah i mean and it happens all day every day every day and every every town across america i guarantee you has either been affected by it knows someone that's involved with it and and knows victims and also knows survivors because that's the other big thing is it's not always about the victim these victims can become 100 percent it's just hey, so on on that subject too uh there was something i was listening to recently where it was talking about um there's like a there's a hand sign or like a hand gesture signal for a girl if they're if they're doing it's because they're being uh they might be like a sex slave have you mm-hmm. ever heard about anything like that for or no but that would be a really good really good thing to get out there if there was something about yeah that. it was <laughs> It was on like Joe Rogan's podcast. He had someone on and they were talking about like uh, there's a sign that if someone does it to you while they're in the grocery store or something like that, that they are actually with someone 
that's trafficking them basically and i cannot remember for the life of me what it was i'll have to check that out because he was probably talking to nick mckinley who was part of this deliver fund organization and deliver fund i'm doing a live cast i don't know when you guys are broadcasting or not but um look on my youtube channel and whether or not you see this before or after there will be a live cast where i talk to people from deliver fund mm -hmm. which is made up of like cia analysts uh anybody like Navy SEALs, all sorts of different people that work with this nonprofit who specifically help law enforcement with the intel side of the cast. Yeah. They're not the vigilante types out there. They're actually helping with the programs and everything else to raise awareness. Yeah. No, that's that's very interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, and and I th like, like he was saying, I've seen that video, too, that Rob was talking about. Um, I think I saw it on Facebook or something. But and then another thing I came across is I was actually watching TV and they were talking about it and talking about how truckers, because um, a lot of them, a lot of sex trafficking happens in truck stops because truckers, you know, spend so many hours on the road and so many days on the road that, you know, they spend more time at truck stops because that's where they're likely to find a John is that truck stop. Yeah. And there's plenty of truck stop agencies or truckers that work together to help get yeah they have truck i think it's uh truckers against yeah. trafficking it's something like that it's it's a really cool organization and they're getting out there there's now the hotel industry is getting behind oh, it really? too because you would think that it's all these like slizzy sleazy scumbag type right. hotels but a lot of these girls are going to like regular hotels are getting you know and the johns are the ones that are bringing them to these really nice motels oh, so yeah. And hotels so there's a there's such a and that's the thing is such an under nobody really knows exactly what's going on so my book is going to be i'm trying to do about 60 or 70 interviews and kind of shine a light on the whole thing so i'm going to be talking to law enforcement intel uh victims survivors and the pimps themselves so i'm trying to get everybody in there to share you know insights into the world and kind of see what's going yeah, on it's definitely something that needs to be you know talked about and brought to light Hey, I, I found, um, I was Googling a little bit, and it looks like some of the hand signals for uh, someone that's being sex trafficked is you take your hand open and you bring in your thumb and then you close over it. That's one of the, the signs. Like you're taking your thumb, hmm. like it's the way you would not want to punch. You know how like you're supposed to yeah. keep your thumb uh -huh. outside of your hand? I'm trying to like audibly explain this. <laughs> you like almost like take your four fingers and cover your thumb. And if someone walks by you and they're doing that, that means that they're being trafficked or trafficked. Excuse me. So, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it ironic that that was a recent episode. And yeah, I think it was that guy because I do remember him being on the podcast. Yeah. He's pretty squared away. I can't, I think he was a seal as well. Either steal our agency. Yeah. And he was one of the founders of Deliver Fund. And it's pretty cool, man. I like working with those guys and girls. So everybody out there, check out deliverfund.org. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the radio voice on. Yeah, man. So that's that's my mission now. And then also, you know, I like I love going on other shows and talking. So I that's another reason I really appreciate you guys bringing me on. Yeah. Um speaking of that, I don't know if we did it at the beginning of the show. And I don't want to get too deep into this without bringing it up. Um, what is your your Instagram handle? Your also your YouTube channel? Like, 
just in case we haven't covered that yet. That way people can start looking yeah. you up. Yeah, Instagram's at Dr. Jason Piccolo. And then my YouTube is at uh, YouTube backslash, you know, whatever, the Protector, the Protector Show. I think that's what it is. And if it's not that, you can just Google Jason Piccolo and you'll see the uh, the channel. But I'm really trying to boost that channel up, man. I'm up to uh, 894 subscribers. On YouTube? I'm up. Yeah, I'm 106 away from that lucky 1,000. Well, <laughs> well, we'll try to help push out this podcast, and we'll also be posting stuff on Instagram. So hopefully, hopefully that can help out, especially um, Austin's company has a, a pretty big following. And, yeah, we've, we'll do what we can to help you because we definitely appreciate the support over, over the year for me, but for probably like two or three years with Austin. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, guys, this is what's exciting about bringing up Joe Rogan. And I'm going to throw you for a loop here. What are your thoughts about unidentified oh my God. UAPs? Oh. oh, my God. UAPs, man. UAPs. Oh, my God. Yes, this is a good topic. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Yes, correct. Uh, the new the new coin term for, for UFOs, UFOs, basically. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I th- and why is that? Why is that? You know, I got this whole theory. We're going to okay. go down a rabbit hole. Yes, down. yes. Let's this go. is going to be a fun this. rabbit hole. <laughs> Us and I actually talk about this probably once or twice a week. I can't stop. I'm obsessed with it because when you go on YouTube and you type in UAP mm-hmm. now, you're seeing Good Morning America, you're seeing 60 Minutes, you're seeing NBC, oh, yeah. you're seeing everybody. And they're changing it. It, it used to be UFO because everybody's like, oh, UFO, put tin foil <laughs> right. in your hat. But now they're legitimizing it by calling it UAP. Now, when they were talking about that, um, so for the audience out there, Google UAP, you're going to see it. They talk about a tic-tac-type aerial phenomena that goes from 80,000 feet to like one foot and looks like it's yep. under the water. But one thing, they, they say tic-tac, but it makes it seem small. When I was listening to the account of it, it's the size of a 737. Jeez, that's huge. So we're not talking about a no. Tic Tac. We're talking about, and that's the, the thing, the like, Tic Tac, you're thinking, well, it's probably small. But all the videos, all the videos that you see for UFOs, UAPs, they're always small. They're never, they're never mm-hmm. huge. And the last one they had was, had every type of surveillance on it. And all we're seeing is yeah. the grainy one. Holy so there's God. obviously real surveillance oh, yeah. of these things out there. So what are your thoughts? And what are your thoughts on this? So, they're changing the narrative about it. All of a sudden, a year ago, we start the space yeah. force. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Ironically, on that? Uh, ironically, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so let's go down this hole. So, man. all right. Uh, I think it was Commander Schraver he's had on the podcast before. I'm looking something up right now, and mm-hmm. it's saying that Chad Underwood recorded the bizarre, um, erratic TikTok. Um, there was a couple. Yeah, there's a few of them on there. It wasn't Chad. It was uh, wasn't it Commander oh, Shaver man. or Shraver or something like that? Yeah, there's like a few different people. There's a guy that worked for DoD for a long time mm-hmm. for SecDef that did it as well. So when he had when he had that commander on the podcast, you know, the first time he observed it, he had said something to the effect that when he came back. They're like, oh, this has been happening often. Like, we're we're seeing this off the coast of San Diego on like ninety percent of our flights. 
he's like, what, what the fuck? Cause like at, at that point that stuff was classified. It wasn't, it wasn't released yep. to the public. And then the the one that kind of blew my mind was the one that I sent to Austin, which is the last same. Week. Yeah, it's the same one he's talking about. No, this one actually went underneath the water. Yeah. This one, yeah, or was same. that yeah. just part of the footage that wasn't released? Yeah, it's the same as that one he's talking about. No, no, yeah, and there was two different he, ones. This guy, there's like multiple there ones. Is, there's one with triangles, but there's a plenty yeah. of. Oh, yeah. But he had a guy named Christopher Mellon on the other day who spent 20 years in Washington, including working for SecDef. Mm-hmm. And he was the one I was on just May 5th, so just the other day or just yeah. the other week. And uh, so you said just under the water. Now I have another theory in that the ocean is so vast. Oh, yeah. Correct. So deep. What do you think? Do you think it's coming from? I think it's. I think it's uh, possibly like a drone or some sort of uh, recording device that's coming from the ocean. They're they're coming out of the ocean instead mm-hmm. of coming through the atmosphere. They're coming out. They're doing observation. They're using like a propulsion system that correlates to what Bob Lazar used to talk about from uh, what was it S six or S four that area. Yeah, I, I'm like <laughs> I I'm interested in this stuff. Oh, so am I. And that's the thing too about it is I you know, as soon as Rogan brought that up about being under the under the ocean, and you think about how fast, like, you know, like how deep they would have to be and be able to handle pressure mm-hmm. and then coming up. But where I mean, obviously we're sending probes all over mm-hmm. the universe and it's an infinite universe. So what coming back to us. But how desensitizing they're making it. Oh yeah. So when do you think the big reveal is so, gonna be? So this is my thought. So I know, and so for the longest time, the government has tried to cover up or said, oh, aliens aren't real, UFOs aren't real, until until COVID started. When mm-hmm. when COVID yeah. started, the UFO, people are asking the government, are, you know, are aliens real? And they just kind of brushed it off. They didn't say no. They didn't say yes. They just kind of brushed it off because I think they just, it's. I mean, it's all conspiracy theory. You know, and mm-hmm. and that's when people started really looking at UFOs is when COVID started. Because that's when the governments will like well everything else is going to shit in a you know, handbasket, you know. Well <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's going on. What else is and, that? Then? Yeah. And I mean everybody knows, you know, that, that I believe a hundred percent that there's, you know, aliens out there and there has to be. I mean, it's too vast of a universe and too vast of a a sea, like you said, we know more about the space than we do about our own oceans. Mm-hmm. You know, and why why are we so scared of going down and visiting our own oceans? Yeah. We're not scared of going into space. Yeah, how come we can't put a billion dollars into some sort of submersible yeah. vessel that can go to the the deepest reaches? Because they are that really yeah. that deep, you know. But we, but we yeah. but we can do you know. But they can go to SpaceX and go to the moon, go to the farthest planet mm-hmm. in the solar system without any issue. We can put life on Mars and build colonies on Mars and, you know, have Mars be the next Earth, but we don't want to look into our oceans. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it now, man. I want to know more. Yeah. No, it's it's very it's very fascinating, the stuff that they're releasing, and it seems like almost – any of his guests that he gets on the topic about it, it's like a little bit of a, a deeper dive, like between him and Jamie uh-huh. or whoever that guest is that comes on. 
he just had someone on that was like um god it was like a week or two ago the powers of tbis man i just like i remember that it was a good <laughs> episode and it was it was someone that worked for like an intelligence agency and was actually talking about the things that that have been released and and you know joe's like well yeah it was melon that was that melon okay yeah and he was he was probing him and he's like what's the most like telltaling one out of all the ones that are out there and he's like honestly he's like you guys haven't even seen it yet and i'm like what the fuck like there's more out Mm -hmm. there like he was basically prefacing it that you know some of the things that they had been a part of or worked with or touched because he even talked about being hands-on with some items um you know, some of the stuff hasn't been released to the public yet. Oh, no. So like they're just like trinkling it out there. And the stuff that's out there is you wonder if like you know, they always talk about like that. Even like in everything about like Area fifty one and they have a oh, yeah. they have a spaceship. And you almost wonder if like uh, like the inside joke is like, yeah, there really is like an Area fifty one. But it's in like Jersey right. probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like some... I mean and that one that wouldn't yeah. surprise me at all. Because everybody and their mom knows who Area, what Area Fifty One is, mm-hmm. and I was actually talking to Rob about like you know you know what Cheyenne Mountain is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to Rob about Cheyenne Mountain because he had no idea because he watched Greenland. I had him watch Greenland, the movie. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, that and they have basically a version of Cheyenne Mountain in Greenland. You know where they went, and I was like, yeah, they have one of those here in the United States, and Rob had no idea, and it's yeah. basically a doomsday shelter. For the world's more powerful, most powerful people. Well, they had one outside of DC too until it got oh, discovered. Yeah. But where they replace that? So hmm, there's got to be something right oh, around here. Somewhere. Oh yeah, and they they probably hide in places, if either plain sight or in rural areas that aren't being talked about. Like Area 51 is definitely like more of a. I mean, they people were trying to storm it last year. <laughs> yeah, Was that yeah. the year before? Yeah, you guys remember, remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I drove out there. I was going out there uh, last mm-hmm. summer. You posted pictures and, of that. I saw that. Like, yeah, I actually I literally pulled over the yeah, exit I saw that. for Area Fifty One, and I was there for like thirty seconds before like a white pickup truck came out of nowhere and was like kind of shoot me off. I was like, uh, hey guys, yeah. but it's like out of middle of nowhere, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, when you look at Nevada though, and it's Nevada's nothing but flatland. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, it's crazy. A lot of desert stuff. Um, I do you you guys know about uh, Skinwalker Ranch? Oh yeah, I, I've watched that show. I heard about that. What's that? Skinwalker Ranch is in Utah, and it's been recorded as the place that has the most paranormal and uh, UAP activity in the world that isn't affiliated with a military base or anything like that. It's just it's a big ass ranch. Um out in the middle of nowhere in Utah. And there's been a couple books written about it. And what it is, is I think it was the Navajo Indians or some sort of Indians cursed the land. And now there's like this crazy magnetic field there that disturbs any type of electronics that you go there with. Um, yeah. They've just, they, they did a, a TV series on it right. called Skinwalker. Ranch. Yeah. I've watched that. It's pretty good. Yeah. I watched it and I went there like like a year ago <laughs> and it was freaky, man. Like, uh, it's, it's publicly owned. So yeah. you can kind of like drive up to the gates and on my way there, I was on the phone, my phone dropped the call and shut off completely. 
I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Well, when they were talking about these UAPs too, they were talking about how they could um, like disrupt electronic communication. Oh, yeah. They could do all sorts of like all sorts of weird shit. So then you have pipelines getting cyber attacked. You have cyber is like the new the new keyword. Right. I'm actually <laughs> uh, I'm actually teaching at a college coming up in this fall, teaching foundations of cybersecurity. Hey, I know the subject we well. Go. Yeah. <laughs> St. Joe's University, a graduate course. Hey, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's funny is the whole pipeline attacked because th- that didn't happen until after what see, Biden signed something with what with China saying that they because I think it was either Trump or Obama that they signed something into with China where they weren't allowed to do something like on U.S. soil. Hmm. Um, and when Biden changed that, like a week later is when the pipeline got hacked. <laughs> what a crazy man UAPs brother Space Force I might have to get recalled and go What's work in Space, Space Force. Force I don't know I, th- well that's the thing is like if they if they stay in that realm of cyber because we really do need someone like laser focused right. on that realm mm-hmm. and we need and with this everything else going on if they stay in the cyberspace and they they recruit talented people and get rid of a lot of bureaucracy and don't have a bunch of assholes on chain of command it'll work but the first time they start promoting the wrong assholes, oh, yeah. and it's not going to work. So it will well, be interesting to see how it Did works Did you ever out. watch the YouTube, uh, not YouTube, but Netflix um, series of Space Force? No, I that tried Steve watching Carell. it. I, it. I was just like, ah, <laughs> uh, you know. Wait, which, which series? It's called Space Force on Netflix with Steve Carell. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. It, it is. They, <laughs> it, it, but it's supposed it's to be. It's written by the same people that produced The Office. Yeah. It's supposed uh, to be though. It's it's worth a watch. I, I mean, it's only it. it's only like eight episodes. Yeah, maybe I'll give it another yeah, try. Yeah, it's just funny because they literally made it just to make fun of Space Force. Like their whole <laughs> outfits are moon, the moon pattern. Yeah, it's all that. Yeah, it's all about boots on the moon. They're trying to get boots on the moon oh, in twenty twenty four or something like that. <laughs> um, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, and SpaceX is kind of leading the way on all that. That that's an interesting topic in itself to like the fall of NASA and the rise of of SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX. I was Elon excited Musk. seeing those guys go up. You know, when they when they had came out with those uniforms and that new like delivery vehicle, I was like, man, this is kind of cool. Yeah, I thought it was a joke at when, first. But me too. I think I everybody did. Yeah, especially because when I saw like yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Those suits are like like slender suits. It's like right. what's go- not like real suit. It was it was interesting, very interesting. I mean, and of course, it was you know Trump who started the whole space force. So I mean, nobody nobody believed him. <laughs> like, like it's a okay. joke, you know. Yes, he probably. <laughs> but that's he probably what like kills tweeted death. it too. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm telling you. Like with all this UAPs out now on every mainstream, every oh, yeah. mainstream network has it. Um, when are they gonna? Re- I just want to know. Release like some high def stuff, right? And it's gonna blow everybody's well, mind. But no. will it? Will it? Will, will we be desensitized enough that we'll just be like, oh, aliens? What's I mean, next? Pro- I think so. I mean, I think we'll be surprised, but not surprised at the same time because I mean, we know they're out there. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like Bigfoot. You know, only thing you ever see is the grainy, terrible footage. I mean, mm-hmm. especially in 2020 or 2021, 
it's like well now with all the trail cams yeah. too there's gotta have there's gotta yeah. be something there's out no there. way you're telling me that you see these photos and they look like from the like 80s or 70s yeah that, that, that we haven't gotten technology better like how do you not get good photos you look at trail cam photos mm -hmm. of deer but you you get a photo of bigfoot and it looks like it's from 30 years <laughs> ago oh what is next man what you is know next? it's like how how are you going to play those games? It's like technology is way better than that. It just reminds me, there's this movie called Cabin in oh, yeah. the Woods. The Cabin in the Woods. Like yeah. And it reminds me of that. It's like, what is next? Yeah. Because <laughs> 100% technology has been way better than that. And like you said about the original you know, UFO video, how many, you said it was what, the most like video place or something, security camera video placed or something. And you want you get one yeah, video they, that's just crappy. This black yeah, and white. I mean, they they have <laughs> it's, it's right. and black and white. They did have that other one that came out look like triangles. Yeah. yeah. And like a group of them. But I they're probably those are probably not cuz they just don't fit the mold of everything. Right. But the other thing that really caught me was that so many pilots have seen this stuff over the years. So oh, yeah. many. And a lot of times they never came out and talked about it because it was really, either they were solo or it was like their word against anybody. And yeah, just, until yeah. afterwards, until they retire and like 20 years later, mm -hmm. you know, and then they come out and talk about it. And then their credibility, people are like, oh, he's just trying to get 15 minutes right. fame. So. Yeah, I, I was looking something up while you guys were talking um, on the, the Bigfoot comment um he ironically right after chris mellon he had on a guy the next day for may 6 called uh david holton and he was a guy that was a part of the like the marijuana growing industry oh, yeah. out in california yeah, yeah. back yeah. up in the redwoods and he released a documentary called uh sasquatch yep, on netflix Oh cool. yeah, I saw, I saw that. that. I no, I haven't seen it, but I saw that it was out there. I want to see I that. Watched, yeah, I, I watched started watching it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not so much about Sasquatch. If no. anything, it kind of like no. just proves that people are crazy about this and they don't really have the evidence. And uh, yeah, it's and all about marijuana. Whereas, yeah, it's mostly it's mostly about marijuana from what I've seen so <laughs> far. And yeah. you know, he he gives everyone a fair chance at like they're interviewing, but yeah, I mean you. You compare an interview yeah. with with a, you know, U.S. military pilot versus some person that's in the backwoods that you know mm -hmm. is a cannabis grower. Like, who are you going to take a little bit more serious? Yeah, exactly. So, interesting times, man. Interesting times. Yeah, I think I think there. I think it's something that's been said three times at least on the podcast. Desensitizing. I think we're, yeah. we're getting prepared for something. Oh yeah, it's bigger than we could ever understand oh. they're like you know it, what what you know the next question is are they desensitizing us because we might observe this next or are they desensitizing us because they think it could be a possible threat uh, interesting that's what i wonder i wonder what it's going to be yeah, I'm hoping it's not a threat and more of just like I don't yeah. Cuz I I don't think the way that thing moves like we don't have any technology. They it jams no. their uh it jams their their mm. lock-ons. If you try to lock onto it, like you yeah. can jam it, which is an act of uh war. 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. So aggression. Or, aggression. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Probably won't. Yeah. Who knows? Start it. Wow. Yeah, I told you we're gonna we're gonna talk about something a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. Okay. I liked it. It's it's something off topic and actually very relevant to both of and us. Especially right? nowadays. I mean, I have a question. Yeah, there's. And I have a question for you. What are your thoughts on the whole COVID vaccine thing? I, uh, you know, seeing as I may probably run for office someday, I'll probably decline <laughs> yeah. to talk about the COVID you, vaccine. You, you, I don't know, man. I'm just concerned about it. My kids having it, right? You know. Because my my daughter's eleven, my son just turned thirteen, and I'm like, you know, I hated the trying to, you know, I started doing the anthrax mm-hmm. when we were in the military, yeah, and I stopped. I was like, ah, you know, because I've been, I, you know, in the '90s, I had some friends who went like the, they were TDY, and the military was going to practice, you know, checking out new masks, and th- they ended up, you know, dropping all this like quote unquote smoke on them before they had their masks on. So I'm like, what are they testing people? There's so much testing and always. testing and stuff. I don't know. I'm always I'm I'm always concerned about vaccines and medicines and everything yeah, else. Yeah, and especially nowadays, especially with that one cuz it's not like they they came up with it so fast. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. they took years and years to, you know, come up with it. They did it within a couple months. Well, that's the other thing too, is you throw a trillion dollars or something or billions and billions and billions and someone can make a profit on it. Of course, it's right. get done. I'd like to see him do this with cancer. Right, right. Say, hey, you know what? That's way let's, too uh, much money. Let's solve Put that cancer. research into something that like, you know, we've been dealing with for years instead of something that just came mm-hmm. on the radar. How many people die of cancer every year? How come we can't just, right. you know, collectively say Operation Warp Speed 2 and, and solve yeah, cancer? Yeah, I mean, because it's, too big of a market for pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, you know, exactly. Big pharma it makes so much money off of cancer patients. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the big pharma, okay. you know, everything, man. All this money. I mean, but the the world is unfortunately ran out of money. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting too how things go forward. Um, I don't want to put you in a a compromising position on your opinion on it, but just one thing that I observed um, today actually was uh, Madison Square Garden is uh, doing half their people that come to visit for a show. uh, It's going to be like a COVID section and that's all jam packed and like sold out. And then the other half is for the non people or the people that don't have the vaccine. I mean, so, people that do have the vaccine. No, people that have the vaccine can sit in the area. I'm sorry, I'm misspeaking. People that have the Unusual. vaccine will sit in the sold-out area, and then the people that don't have the vaccine uh, or haven't been vaccinated will sit in like more of a social distancing area. Yeah. How are they really going to tell if you've been vaccinated or not? Right. Well, one of my buddies is like, he was getting vaccinated soon for work purposes. Uh said that he would get vaccinated and then just ask or say that he wasn't so he could sit in the area that's more open. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and they're, doing, they're doing the same thing here in Oregon um, where they just announced that, like, they're going to have, like, half the arena be for, like, vaccinated people and the other half not. Yeah. 
Well, my thing too is like, so I went to a Starbucks today and I saw a sign that says, if you're vaccinated, you could take your mask off. And I was like, huh, it's the first time I've seen right. like that. Yeah. Some of the, some of the areas like in, in Wyoming, it's pretty, um, a lot of people don't wear masks, I guess is the best way to describe it. And then, you know, places like Starbucks still kind of enforce that due to the fact that it's a, uh, a chain thing, um, corporate ran. Oh yeah, and yeah. So yeah, I mean, and like I said, in some places since the beginning, some places have cared if you wear masks, and some places don't. You know, some places just don't care. I mean, legally they're supposed to require you to wear a mask, but I've seen a lot of places where they say you're supposed to wear a mask, but they don't enforce it. Yeah. No, nah, it's it. I I think I think when it starts getting crazy, then. <laughs> they'll bring out the UAP videos right. again. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about just everyone. Yeah. yeah. Science. Science, everybody. Um, Interesting. Something we skipped at the beginning in our little show notes was uh, weekend adventures and things that we did on the weekend. And it actually has something that I wanted to talk to you about for your weekend, Jason. Um, what did you, what were you up to this weekend? Well, what did I do? I actually got invited to go see the Caps play. Yeah. And I'm not a big sports dude, but I love going to like in-person sports. And it was interesting, man. It was really cool. And hardly anybody was in the arena. We're just talking about I think they could have 25% That's it. there. Wow. And was everybody yeah, wearing masks? It was crazy. Uh, you're supposed to wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to. <laughs> How does yelling and screaming when I know. Yeah, yeah that's that's weird cuz you know, uh, I'm I'm going to Tennessee here this week for another hockey tournament, and the Nashville Predators are playing a playoff game while we're there. And it depends. Like certain states I travel to are very strict on the max policy, and will have things like you just said, 25% capacity. Or mm-hmm. in Canada, they have no fans at the games. Whereas, oh. you know, some s- cities and states within the U.S. either have that 25% capacity, or like North Carolina. Uh, versus the Nashville Predators, they're they're selling out their arenas. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's crazy. You remember like and that's how crazy things have have come the past years. Like when they first started doing sports again, where they would have like these cardboard cutouts and Zoom type oh, yeah. Yeah. audience, oh, yeah. and you're just like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah, I remember yeah. that when COVID all started, they had cardboard cutouts and everything in there just to try to make it look full. It's like mm-hmm. that doesn't work. Like um, I was listening to Joe Rogan, um, and he was saying because the first full capacity fight happened in Florida, you know, a couple weekends ago, and he was saying that it was a whole different experience because there was a full crowd and you can tell the energy levels were way different when than when they fought in like Dubai, you know, Fight Island where they couldn't have a full arena. You know, when you speak about, talk about fighting, man, I had a name dropping now, but I had that Sean Patrick yeah. Flannery on, and he just had this movie called, I think it's Born mm-hmm. a Winner, and it was all about BJJ and all that. It was a really good movie, man. It makes me want to get my old ass into the working out, like doing, doing that I mean, jiu-jitsu is a hell of a workout, though. Yeah. It's it good is. for you, man. Where, where you know, can you, you see th- that, that documentary or movie at? Uh, it's all over Amazon. Everything. Okay. What was it called again? It's on a uh, born a winner. Born a I winner. That's what it's called. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. 
And when you talk about my weekends, you know, one thing I started doing and let's talk about mental health is I started, um, I started rucking. Now I can't run with right. shit. And, uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to do every weekend now is I'm trying to walk as far as I can to where I'm almost exhausted. And that's why I started rucking again. So I'm doing like the 50 pound ruck between six, seven miles and, like that's good enough for now, but I, I getting out there and moving your body, 100%. you know, the, uh, we're all watching, we're all Instagram fiends. And, you know, I always watch the, uh, the tribe skates dudes and they're like 20 minutes at a time, just get out there and walk 20 minutes. And I'm like, you know, that's a damn good idea. And when you talk about mental health, man, and you, you start walking, oh, clear yeah. your head and walking. I like, I listen to audible books on there. I'm not doing any social media type stuff. I'm just walking and walking and walking. There's no anything going on. So walking and cutting out the booze. Yep. Those two things right there. We're, we're in the middle of that right now, as you probably have seen littered on, well, probably my Instagram because I talk about Austin, never posts about it. Nope. He gets tagged in it though. Uh, we're both 43, 44 days into 75 hard right now. Oh, very cool. So, yeah, no no boozing, uh, and we have to do two workouts a day. Ironically, one of them has to be outdoors, and rucking is something that I recently brought up to Austin because he hates running, yeah. and one, mm-hmm. one of Rogan's guests was from Men's Health uh, Fitness, and he was talking about people that are kind of in between that don't want to do the long-distance running, don't want to do the impact, he was talking about how like just moving heavy weights around is a good form mm. of cardio that supersedes doing just like a regular walk. So those people that do like backcountry hiking, or if you want to load up a ruck or a backpack and just go out and walk around your neighborhood, it's, it's actually burning significant calories. You're getting in a good headspace because you're not really able to dick around on the phone as much as we normally do as, you know, social media yeah. people. So it's, it's a good yeah, I picked move. up one of these uh one of these stealth go rucks. I'm looking up right now. I have two go yeah, rucks. Grow, grow are expensive, one I, one I got from it. like an auction. Yeah, they actually they are worth it. They're expensive yeah. as shit. I got one from an auction, like a charity oh, auction. Nice. And then I just bought this little one. It's the uh it only holds thirty pounds, but it's like it's just yeah. perfect. It's the uh rock plate yeah. carrier. Two and um and the other thing I want to touch on is um, I was listening to Ethan Suplee on Joe Rogan, who was he? He started out at over five hundred, yeah, five hundred like fifty pounds, and he was saying you only have to work walk further than you did yesterday. Like, if you check out, if going to go to Men's Health and um on their YouTube channel, and they have Ethan yeah. Suplee oh, yeah. on there, they have everybody, and they show their workouts. That dude is, is amazing. And like I said, he was saying you just have to work further than you did. when he started. He could barely walk out to his car, you know. Mm-hmm. So he'd say, "Oh, okay. Well, can I walk farther than my car?" You know, and he'd get to like his mailbox, okay. And then tomorrow, can I get further than my mailbox? You know, that's you know, that's all it is. Is just trying to go further and further the as far as you can the next day. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to go no, nuts. Man. You don't have to be like Cameron Haynes or David Goggins, where you're running, you know, a hundred, yeah, a hundred miles in a weekend. You know, I think like, no. Yeah. Well, Cameron Haynes does a freaking marathon a day. Yeah, like it's insane. Oh yeah, I could never do that. Yeah, I just I don't have the patience or time for that shit. It's not even athletic 
ability is just god dude i did one marathon i did one marathon and i hated my life and the training aspect for it so i only trained for a half marathon i was like yeah i'll just double it and i went out there and i was in a world of hurt on my third lap like i I imagine three-fourths of the way in and it was the only time in my life that i really realistically wanted to quit something i i had um reached complete fatigue and i'm like dude you've rucked further than this what the fuck is wrong with you when my calves were locking up my hamstrings were locking up and i actually got off of the the course and i started looking for my buddy and i was like fuck this like i'm done like i don't want to do this anymore this is stupid my my iPhone was dead, so I had no music. I had no way to track. My running partner got injured two weeks before, so I was by myself. I was in Germany, so no one spoke English, barely. And I was like, this is dumb. Like, I'm done with this. And then I thought to myself, I was like, fuck. I'm going to have to post on social media that I didn't complete this marathon. Everyone's going to ask me about it. Like, no, Ranger's the fuck mm-hmm. up. Like, let's finish this. So I went back to, like, a military mindset, which is something I want to lead into next, is – um about like hardening your mind embrace the suck i just looked at a light post and it's like okay you're gonna walk to that light post and then you're gonna run to the next light post and i just started doing that and if it became too much i'd walk a light post and a half or two light posts but i just started using like fixed objects and going back to like that those days of being in the military where you had to suck it up and go on mm-hmm. and i completed it and you know my time was horrible <laughs> but uh but you finished. But That's I, all that matters. I finished, and you know, I was like, "Fuck this! I never want to do <laughs> another another marathon again." I'll stick to my hockey and my on it workouts. So, but with that being said, uh, a topic that I, I covered on SOS Live that I kind of want to pick your brain on is when we have a lot of people, especially around this time of the year, or like maybe even backtrack like a month going through uh, seasonal depression because you're not like in full on spring, you're not in full on summer and the weather in the Northern climate will go from like, you know, a beautiful day to shitty quick. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, one of the things I was harping on, on my SOS live recently was you have to somewhat put the onus on your mental health to find things. If things are bothering you, if things are shitty, you need to be able to do something proactive to to fix that because it's not fair to to the people like us who want to help others if we have no idea. And I guess what are you, what are your thoughts on on bringing forward mental health issues and or like things that you're doing besides the the fitness and rucking aspect that you already brought up to improve your mental health and also like influence others to you know get help if they need help well you know i try to keep busy but constructively busy i don't like to waste my time on bullshit so like i always have to have different missions going Mm -hmm. like i have a book going i have this going i have the podcast going but i need to have a mission and mental health wise when i don't have that mission i start i start cracking okay same thing when you when you don't have that mission or you have too many missions and you start, you know, adding on booze in there. That's the reason I really stopped the booze. I was getting a really dark place. I couldn't stay focused. Um, I've drank since last August. I drank five times and two of them were really like blackout drunk. 
And um, I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't do it anymore. I went to the Nats game, or not the Nats game, the other day, the Cavs game. I didn't have a drink. That's awesome. I, I drink a lot of caffeine. and But the thing is, booze and either having too much on your plate, too much mission. And the other thing, too, is the seasonal stuff, man. I, I'm the same way, man. Like a rainy day like today, I'm like, shit. And, uh, you know, me, I think, I'm like, did I forget my meds today? I'm like, you know, for anxiety. I'm like, huh. You couple that up with, and it just exhaustion, but you have to, you have to keep on track of oh, yeah. it and you have to keep involved with your network. Like talk to people, text people, have outlets. Mm-hmm. You could tell people hey, I'm having a shitty day, but not every day is a shitty day. You always tell your people too. I'm like, Hey, you're not having a pretty good day. I'm trying to find those good days and try to replicate it when you're having the bad day. When it comes to mental health, I'm a big proponent of getting through that 24 or 48 hours of having that shit cloud in your head. I always uh, equate it to almost like a um, like a sponge, mm-hmm. like a dark sponge in my head. If I could just get that out of my head, I'll, I'll be, everything will be okay. Because that sponge is just filled with crap, you know, like a wet sponge. But if I could just take that out, my, my head will be clear. But you have to get through that 24 or 48 hours. That's critical. Because a lot of times when you get past that time, you're like, huh, things really aren't that bad. But for that that 24 to 48 hours, man, you're you're in hell. And a lot of times, you know, you can be stuck in your bed. You'd be watching shitty TV or you can't find anything. You're tired of scrolling through the internet and you're just tired. Um, and you're always tired. But you have to get over that hump. Drink the water, drink everything get your body flushed get those fluids out of you a lot of that toxicity is it's not just in your brain it's all throughout you and you're for not feeding that body you're gonna you're gonna be in a shit place man yeah no i i think you you hit a lot of really good points there and you know diet like i used to do personal training back in the day and what I used to tell clients was, you know, they're like, oh, I just want to get in better shape or I want to gain muscle. Or I want this. And I'm like, listen, like working out is 33% of your, your task. You need to have an adequate diet for 33% that makes up part of it. And then you also need to have a, a proper rest cycle. And that, that plays into your, your sleep habits that plays into recovering of muscle fibers so they have time to regenerate and regrow or you know burn off fat and recover an area that you know you've exerted from the workout previously the day before so i think when you start adding in the food aspect or sleep i think sleep is something Mm -hmm. that a lot of us are deprived of and you even said that you're on a you you do a lot of caffeine what's your what's your sleep regimen like um Take us through, like, I guess a day, your day. Well, you know, my thing is I can't get to sleep till like midnight. Okay. And then I wake up around seven, drink a cup of coffee, one cup with two shots of espresso, <laughs> yeah. have another cup in the afternoon. Um, I drink a lot of caffeine when I'm around people who drink booze because mm-hmm. I'm like, I need something kind of like, stimulant. like an upper. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need a stimulant to kind of keep me on my toes. I used to think in order to be around other people who are drinking that to be the life of the party that I needed to have booze, but I'm slowly learning that mm-hmm. I don't. And that's one thing is like, I started drinking when I was 13 
And that's a long ass time. I'm 48 now. So, uh, you know, there was times when I was drinking hard. Um, there's times, you know, when I, when I went through my really dark days of almost, uh, being, well, being suicidal, I wasn't drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. So I can't really atone it to that or attest it to that, but I could tell you the most depressed I've been where I've been stuck in days in bed, um, were from drinking booze and being hung over and not even really hung over, but just like, what am I doing with my life? And, you know, a lot of people, and that's one thing when we talk about mental health and suicide and stuff, it's not always about depression. When I was really in my dark times, it wasn't about depression. It was a numbness. Like, and I had two little kids at the time. It was just a real numb area where I was like, yeah, you know, maybe that's the best way to do it. I I was very numb, very, um, like I didn't want to have sex. I didn't want to do anything. I was just numb and I would just sit and I would just be like, Hmm, I wouldn't really think about how I'm going to do it or what I'm going to do. I'm like, it would just be, if I was going to do it, I would do it. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wasn't crying out for help either. I didn't start talking about this until I started the podcast. Um, I never talked to anybody about it until like, you know, seven years later or six years later. But the thing is, I mentioned podcasts. I mentioned having missions. What we're doing right now is therapeutic to me. I've tried going to counselors. I've been the, um, I went to one, they sucked. I went to two, they sucked. I went to three, they sucked. I went to four, they sucked. The fifth one, I found a really great lady and we have great conversations. Did that for a while and then I started a podcast. So my podcast became my outlet so I can have these conversations. So anybody out there ever thinks about Oh, a podcast is just for your ego and for your whatever. No. A lot of times therapy. No. It's like where you can have conversations, man. Yeah. No. Austin and our listeners know this. Um, You know, I I went through a pretty bad breakup probably around like we were probably like two episodes in. Yeah. And two or three episodes in. And it, it could have been catastrophic for us. And, you know, Austin and I spent many hours on the phone outside the podcast He's like, Rob, he's like, you know, we don't, we don't have to do it tonight. Like if you're not feeling up to it. And I was like, no dude, like I need this. Like I need this for my mental health. Like it's, and, and then, you know, as we started progressing, you know, I would have days where I felt great and days where I felt shitty, but we actually started getting people that, that tune into our podcast every single week and want to hear us talk and we love that and we think it's amazing that people actually want to hear the guests that we bring on or the, the topics that we discuss. So it became like, kind of like you were saying, like a mission where, you know, like it's, it's a purpose. It's something to do. It's therapeutic. Like I am, I'm stoked. Like I'm traveling all, all through the weekend and even flying back and then driving for five and a half hours on Memorial day. And Austin's like, you know, we can push the podcast back. I'm like, dude, I'm like come hell or high water like as long as i can get into this chair right here we're podcasting on monday because like oh bro i have i have a whole mobile setup right with me i got a mic and i as long as i have my laptop i'm good to yo, go we, I, I have i to. need to pick your brain on that mobile yeah. stuff then for the summer because i'm doing a lot of traveling i might need to hit you up on a a good mic that i can portable plug into my laptop so yeah just... and you know what i'm thinking is uh now that we're going to transition to the, the positive topics <laughs> Because, no, you know what, mental health, it's positive yeah. to talk about it. It's good to talk about it. 
and I'm, I'll never shy away from it. So even if I do run for office someday, I don't care. It's all out there. I'll, I'll gladly talk about it. Um, but you know, my brother, um, my, my older brother is, uh, he came across all these old ambulances mm-hmm. and they have like low mileage on it. So my, my dream is to, to get one of these ambulances and get it wrapped with like the protector logo yeah. and some and they're all in great shape and have like a mobile podcast studio go. and just, you know, my son's just turned, he's a teenager now. I just road trip with him, you know, a couple weeks drive across the country, drive just on the East coast or wherever and just go and do meet up with some guests and, and see, talk to everyday people, yeah. man. I don't like, I love talking to just normal people. That's one thing I, I, I've, I used to have a lot of just regular people on a podcast, but now I'm like a swamped with like a lot of publishers and stuff, which is great. But I miss having like just conversations like, you know, we're doing right now. That's what I'm really, I want to do that. And then the other thing too, is I want to start doing like you guys are saying, I want to do like, I want to do a live show, a mm. weekly live show. Yeah. And just have, and talk about important topics. So this week I'm doing one on trafficking. Maybe next week I do something on something else, but have these live shows and just open it up, man. It's talk. I, I don't make any money off anything I do. Uh, my books, I never made any money on that crap. Even if I did, I probably, uh, I probably donated it somewhere. Uh, podcasts, I, I never had a real sponsor. I always say I have sponsors, but more of it's just me to help right. out my friends saying, you know, for free advertising. But yeah, man, I don't, I'm not in this for the money. Um, and you'll find out the right people who are doing the right things. And hopefully I, I turn into one of those people who people could look at and say, hey, he's doing the right thing. Well, yeah, I mean, then speaking on that, like um, when Joe Rogan started, you know, I remember I was listening to it and he was saying, like, people kept saying, why the hell is he doing this? You know, like, what is he doing? Why is he doing podcasts? Like, what the fuck is he doing? Why is he having all these random mm-hmm. people coming to his house to talk? You know, and he and he said he never did it to become famous or big time. He didn't expect to do this for a living. And now look at him. You know, he's one yeah. of the biggest yeah, I mean, podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, I'll, I'll podcast as long as I can. And I like I like doing video. I like seeing people. Uh, but I really want to do these live shows, man. Yeah, and live's fun because you can actually interact with the people. You can interact with the people mm-hmm. there. You can interact with the people that are listening. It's not a it's not a one way. You know, we need to do a we need to do a live show next week talking UFOs. Dude, I'm down. We can we can Let's get save our we'll six on there and vigilant and humble. I think you do those on YouTube, right? Great. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a YouTube live next week. Okay. So whenever anybody's listening to this, um, June. June, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be in. It'll Sometime. be in June. I'm out of town until the third Monday or the first till third. third yeah, first third. Whatever. Third is. The yeah, I gotta go racing. I saw hey, that. you know we were talking about mental health. Let's talk about that. My buddy is uh, EOD retired right. and started a racing team. No shit. And you want to talk about getting the adrenaline back and feeling something again? Yeah. Um, he's putting EOD vets behind the wheel. He put me behind the wheel. And uh, it's the, f- I've never done anything like it. All my years in law enforcement, chasing bad guys, um, going fast was never nothing. It was, it was never like driving a race car, right. man. And, and it was pouring rain down too. So I've always been like deathly afraid of driving in the rain. But when you're on that track, you're like, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. And it's just, 
it was so badass. I'm going back out to Washington next week to do nice. it. Nice, yeah. And uh, I'll go back again at the end of the summer. No, and it's what, kind of, yeah, what kind of racing that, is we're that? We're not that far from you. It's um, the cars have to be 15 years right. old, mm-hmm. and they only they could they have to do like two over two minute laps or something or 155 laps, so they can't be like super tuned right. vehicles. So you there was like BMWs out there, Porsches, uh, a Corvette which got blown away because they sucked <laughs> on the track, and we were driving Mustangs. And uh, stick, it's like real race cars, man. Bona fide race cars with roll cages and helmets, fire retardant suits, and Dang everything. Yeah, one man. thing I've always been interested in is dirt rally racing. Oh, they had that yeah. while I was there. The um, they had the rally races. Subaru yeah, had their teams. So cool. And everybody else, it's so cool, man. It's because I play Forza. Right. My right, son yeah. plays Forza, and it's like, fun. yeah, uh, this is like the best I thing ever, man. I just want a simulator. Have you seen those, like, the big, huge simulators yeah. that people have? Uh, like, those are crazy. Uh-huh. Do it in real life, Austin. Go drive. You have to. Yeah. Well, you're in Portland, I'm not man. in Portland. They're Fuck out there. Portland. I'm Where in Southern at? Oregon. Oh, well, it's, that's not Oregon. <laughs> it's like no, the same no, thing. No, it's, it's, not all, like it's all one state. Not, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're in Southern Oregon, I'm going out to Seattle, man. That's yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like... 20 minutes away from the California border. Oh, yeah, you're aware. Yeah, yeah my, my geography. So I may be a doctor, but I'm not that good <laughs> when it comes to math and geography. Do you even know your logo is a map? I almost it is, well. United that's what I got to look at. It. Yeah, I almost asked, you know, where where you're from for the listeners, and I was like, oh yeah, wait, he's out near, um, obviously DC because uh, you, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> he went to yeah, the but game. where am I from, man? So I'm from New Jersey originally. Okay. Uh, then I when I went in the army, I went to Colorado. Nice. Um, then where did I go? Fort Hood, Texas, mm-hmm. next. Okay. Then I lived in Minnesota when I got out of the army. That's where wife's from. What part? Then from there. Uh, Owatonna. Where is that in reference to the cities, as they say? Oh, the cities, you know, it's uh, 45 minutes south. Oh, you betcha. Oh, okay. To, so, oh, yeah. Oh, And I went to college in Mankato. Uh, you know where Lakeville is then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know where New Prague is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, I have family out that way. Yeah. 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 Yep. Where else am I? I lived in uh, Pennsylvania, southern Jersey. Florida, Virginia. All over the place. California. What part of Florida? Uh, Englewood, right by Sarasota and Tampa. Okay. Okay, that's real Florida. 89 miles south of Tampa. Okay, that's that's real Florida. People start talking about the I panhandle. Live? I start making fun of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Over <laughs> Alabama, basically. And Georgia. God knows I spent enough time in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Benning. Whether that's at Benning or if it's at the Federal Law Enforcement Training yeah. Center. I think it's been there is for it, about a is, year is there. That, is that in Georgia too? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, just, it's about an hour and a half south of, I mean, north of uh, Jacksonville oh, okay. in Georgia. So the, the hat that you're wearing today, is that that's your logo? Yeah. Yeah, that's the His logo brother. is also behind him on that big ass, you know. Yeah, that's so sick. It, it literally, for our listeners that can't see it, uh, it has both fire services. It's basically the United States as an American flag. It has fire service up top with red, and then it has blue for our LEOs, our law enforcement, and then green, which is uh, for forestry. Forestry? Uh, what are you talking about? Wait. 
Forest what are you talking? <laughs> fuck! I thought it was. Oh, no. oh my god! Jeez, I was like forestry. Where the fuck and did Reddit, this come from? Red, okay, you no, know what, hang on. There is something for forestry. So, I'm pretty sure that the you... United States. Hang on. It's the flag of the United States overlaying the United States. So it's a USA flag. It's got the stars. It's got the thin red line up top, thin blue line, and thin green line. Red for emergency uh, responders, blue for law enforcement, and green for the military. Not forestry. But a lot of people, do, the green it. is low. So a lot of people think it's like the border patrol. I'm like, no, it's yeah. the military. Then in the middle is a big star with a microphone. Uh, I'm positive I saw this. Like, it's I not forestry. Like SOS post about this shit. <laughs> uh. Now, then I got three combat flags behind me. I got the regular flag, the... Army, army one, yep. thin blue line. Oh, yep. Actually, I got four combat oh, yeah. flags back here. I got an army flag. And then I got the old school yeah, old Betsy Glory, Ross yeah. type flag. And then I got the one he made out of my uniform. Yeah, there you go. There. Yeah, no, like I said, combat flag is amazing. I have, combat I have flags. two of them, actually. One that he did from Vietnam um, when he got uniforms from Vietnam. I have a flag. Oh, wow. Um, and then I have one from a ranger that was KIA'd um, that he did flags for. Well, gentlemen, I do appreciate you having yeah, me. Yeah, um, I think we're yeah. gonna end this. We're we're gonna end this off. Um, we have some. We always end these podcasts with some questions. Um, these are just some would uh, you rather questions. Um, these are just meant to end the podcast on a positive note. Some laughs, some funny answers. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and read off the first one says would you rather be able to fly or talk to animals talk to animals okay why why aquaman bro <laughs> that dude can control the ocean and all that imagine if i can control yeah. animals i'd be like hey uh i go up to someone's dog and be like what's the password bro <laughs> what's the password? yeah <laughs> yeah what's the pen what's, what's this what's in? that yeah they'll be my spy network man i'll be like i'll be running the world no time. Rats. Talking to the squirrels <laughs> literally secret squirrels literally I'm yeah like, secret squirrel for real life song. <laughs> yeah and if i i god i don't even want to know what my <laughs> right? dog say i'll oh be like you're god. out of here you're outside imagine yeah. if pets no. could talk <laughs> Well, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I would probably lean the same way. I'm, I'm yeah. going to go with talking with animals. Yeah. Same reasons. I just want to know a lot more and control my surroundings a little bit better. How about you, Austin? Yeah, and say be like Dr. Doolittle. Okay. You know, be, yep. be able to talk to animals. Because think about it. If you fly and you don't have, like, super strength or, or whatever, <laughs> you get hit by a bird and you're dead. Yeah, sure. <laughs> or a plane. <laughs> Run into a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Jet comes out of nowhere. UFO. Right. It's gonna be you're gonna get ran over UAP. by a UFO. UAP. <laughs> would you? All right. Next question. Would you rather be able to teleport anywhere in what in the pre-travel? Only. All right. Do you want me to read would this? You, would you be able? Would you like to be able to teleport anywhere? What time period? Ooh, teleport anywhere in what time period? I'm obsessed with the 1920s. Okay. Why is that? But. I don't know. If, I just love that era. Okay, that's where you would want to go, though. I don't know if I'd want to go there, though. I don't know, man. You can huh. come back, and, and could, my preference. Oh, ten years in the future. Ten, ten years ten in the years future. In the future? No. Okay. The question you, was backwards, yeah. but we'll we'll go forward. Well, hey, you know what? <laughs> you you always go backwards, go forward. Okay. 
Uh, Austin, what do you got? Really makes sense. Where would you go? Um, I like you can return in this question, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I like the four. Oh, if I could return, okay, I want to go to Western Days. Okay, there we go. That's what I was. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. I want. If I can go, if I can go back, I'd probably go to like the medieval. You know, go to like Knights of the Round Table. No, I think that'd be fun. I'm I'm going back to like Egypt. Back and you're going back to the beginning, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I want to figure out like I want to be there at the end of the building, like one of the last pyramids, so you could actually figure out how they were doing it. it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, I think we're gonna find out how they did it pretty soon. (laughs) Well, I mean, they were saying, speaking of um, you know, Egypt and pyramids, a lot of people think they're just big batteries. Hmm. Yeah, never heard that. You never heard of that? They basically use it. Save that for the save that for the live show, bro. To harness power, basically. Yeah, we're definitely doing this. All right, let's hit him with those last two questions. That way he can get out of here. Yeah, says, would you rather be blind and extremely good looking, or deaf but not attractive? Probably deaf. Yeah, then you can't hear everybody talking shit. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. What about you, Rob? I'm too vain. I know. I know. I like being. I like being in the good looking. I'm gonna go with blind and extremely good looking. I, f- I figured you'd pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what about you? I like being able to see, so I, I don't know if I want to go yeah. blind though. Like, cause yeah, you wouldn't be able to see anything, especially for you, Rob. Like hiking would suck because you're not gonna go hiking <laughs> for the, you know. To see yeah, anything right i picked a bad choice here <laughs> <laughs> i want to go back your i'm gonna we have to go ugly for a little bit not here i already don't hear well so all right yeah i recant i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna be ugly yeah i don't think any of us hear well that we all have hearing problems yeah mm-hmm. so okay last one rob <laughs> if you could play any main character in any movie what would you choose? Main character, any movie. Uh, huh. I would want to be Chuck Norris and Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> Whoa. That's a good answer. Okay. I mean, my just kicking ass yeah. and taking names. My, my first thought is John Wick, of course. I mean, just because it's, I mean, it's Dude, John Wick. Every fucking podcast we talk about with anything movie who doesn't related like John is Wick? a John Wick answer. Who it's doesn't like, who doesn't like John Wick? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's either that or like Christian Bale as Batman. <sighs> Not even bulletproof. That dude's gonna die one day. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the weakest of the superheroes. Like. His movies are badass, but like <laughs> you could eventually kill him. I mean, Spider Man's not bulletproof either. Whatever, he's badass too. <laughs> he he's at least has like a superpower. Oh, that's true. Uh, okay, okay so you you're picking? going with John Wick. Yep. I'm gonna go with Thor. Thor, that'd be a good Just, one. Yeah, a little bit of space travel, a little bit of a freaking. Mm-hmm hammer that no one else can lift up but uh apparently oh, i thought we were Captain like America. we were gonna be in yeah the you're the main character of the world uh, oh, like oh, if you could be like no. like in thor you'd be thor 
Like yeah, you play, play as Thor. Take a lot of fucking juice. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of juice. Punisher, yeah. though. I gotta be the Punisher. Punisher. I, w- I could see. It. I hope they make. I wish they would make a second season on Netflix for that. It was no, so, so good. I thought they made a second season. No. They didn't make a third. No, they didn't make a third season. Whatever. Yeah, third. But yeah, that was yeah. so good with John Berthnall. <laughs> I know. So good. Yeah. Cool. Well, we really, really, really appreciated you coming on, and let's definitely talk through DMs and stuff about when you want to do your YouTube live, and uh, we'd be happy to join you. Yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely down to do definitely. YouTube live about UFOs and or U- UAPs. Okay. UAPs. UAPs. Yeah, it could be a whole episode on UAPs. We'll do conspiracy theories be. and everything. I mean, the world is flat, so it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, doctor, before you let us go, do you want to do you want to <laughs> plug plug your stuff? Yeah, one more time. Check out the protectors the protectors podcast. Subscribe, like, share, and then also go and subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, the protectors on YouTube, and then also uh, follow me on Instagram at Doctor Jason Piccolo. Okay, we'll we'll definitely share some of your content too. Well, we appreciate you having out or having you on our podcast and uh austin dude i'm like fucking up words usually <laughs> you get off this austin you got anything else before nope. we wrap nope, up i think that's it just thanks again for coming on man we really appreciate it okay thanks guys thanks appreciate well, it i'll close this out well this was the fight like hell podcast episode 15 we appreciate everyone that came on to see us go ahead and please follow us uh in either anywhere that you can get podcasts and please rate and review us in iTunes. Thank you very much and be easy everyone. Peace.